Did you know that storytelling originated with visual stories, such as cave drawings, and as time went on, transformed into oral traditions, which have been passed down from generation to generation? One of the visions I've always had for this podcast is to have this be a safe place for travelers to tell their stories to an audience who really cares and wants to listen. In the words of a Native American proverb, tell me the facts and I'll learn. Tell me the truth and I'll believe. But tell me a story and it will live in heart forever. Today, I'm excited to tell you that my vision has become a reality because today I want to welcome you to a special Traveler's Story Edition of the Anxious Venture Podcast. Hello, my name is Katie Schlegel. I'm your host, and as you may know, <laughs> I'm an anxious adventurer. I know that sounds contradicting, but I'm here to tell you that if the thought of traveling somewhere brings up those feelings of anxiety or stress, you've come to the right place. I've traveled to over 17 countries around the world. I've lived in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and trekked across South America solo. I don't say these things to impress you. No, that is not what I'm here for. I say these things to let you know that every single one of those experiences had moments where my anxiety made me feel like I could not do it. So if that's how you feel or have ever felt, you're definitely not alone. One of my favorite lines, as you know, from Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings says, it's a dangerous business, Frodo, going out your door. You step onto the road and if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where you might be swept off to. I'm super excited to share this episode with you because today you get to hear from my very first guest and be swept off into the world of travel. She's an amazing woman, entrepreneur, and English teacher in Saudi Arabia and avid traveler who has been traveling the world since she was four years old. Yes, you heard that right. Four years old, but I don't want to give too much away because I want you to hear it from her. So join me today in welcoming my very first guest here on the Anxious Adventure podcast. Deborah, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Anxious Adventurer. Hi, Katie. Thank you. And I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. You're so welcome. Thank you again for being on the podcast and being willing to be my first guest. I'm so excited to have you here. Okay, so first, before we dive into any questions about travel, I kind of want to give uh, our listeners just a little bit of a backstory of who you are and what you do. So can you tell me a little bit about, now you have two jobs, I know, and you've lived in a couple different places that I find just fascinating. So tell me a little bit about your jobs and then tell me um, where you're living currently and where you've lived in the past that we have like a kind of a connection to. So I'm originally from Fresh Meadows, New York, which is like 30 minutes from New York City. When I was 30, <laughs> I moved to Morocco and I lived there for eight years. That's because my husband is from Morocco. That's why I decided to move there. And then after that, I moved to Saudi Arabia, and I've been living here in Saudi Arabia for the past 14 years. I am an English teacher at a private university, and at night, <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur, and I own a hair and skincare company specializing in Moroccan beauty. 
I love that. And what's the name of your business, Deborah? Uh, Beauty Zena. Oh, I love the name. Can you tell us a little bit about Beauty Zena and how you kind of came up with the name and then why you were kind of drawn to Moroccan beauty products? In 2016, I had a health crisis and I had to change my diet. And soon after, I realized that I had to also change my lifestyle. It wasn't just about the food I was eating. So that involved changing my cleaning product and my hair care, my skin care, even my sleep habits, uh, exercise, getting more sunshine, you know, the, the whole works. Since I lived overseas, it was really difficult to find clean beauty products and it was really frustrating as a working mom, you know, to have to go through and read all the labels and the reviews and only to find that it really wasn't clean. It, it really still had toxic ingredients. So um, actually, my mother-in-law, she suggested, why don't you, you know, try some of these products from Morocco? And I did. And that was the first products I had tried was Asul Play and Moroccan Black Soap. And so I, I started using those and I really liked them. And I really liked that the ingredients were so simple. Um, so the rasulhe is just rasulhe. There's nothing else. So that's, if you don't know what that is, that's a clay that's found only in Morocco. And it's all natural and it has lots of minerals. And it can be used to wash your hair. It can be used for your face. It can be used for your body. And it's used like a mask. I had used that for two years. And then I decided that this would be something really nice, you know, to share with other women. And that's how Birizana was born. That is so amazing. I love that. And I love that it was kind of born out of something that you needed to have for yourself. And then you're like, this, I need to introduce this to the rest of the world. A lot of women are missing out on something amazing that's natural from Morocco. So I love that. And I love that you started that because it's it's a hard road for being a, an e-commerce store owner and an entrepreneur, especially with a full-time job like you have. So congrats on that. I am so just amazed at your, your story and your journey. So thank you so much for sharing. Uh, you had also um, asked so, me about the meaning of the name. Would you like me yes, to tell you? Yes. Yeah. That was my oh. next question. Yes. <laughs> okay. So... Morocco is also famous besides for its beauty products. So, of course, everyone knows Argan Oil, but there are other products, which I had just mentioned some of them, that people don't really know too much about. Another thing that they're very famous for is their artisan work. The designs are all handcrafted. So there's uh, pottery, rugs, uh, woodwork, uh, jewelry, textiles, tiles, you name it. So this type of handicraft in Morocco is called artisana. I thought that putting the word beauty, since it's Moroccan beauty, and Zana, which is the end of artisana, together. And that's how I came up with the name. I love that. That's so, it's just so natural. And I love that you combined something that's so Moroccan with your Moroccan beauty products. It's so cool. <laughs> I want to dive into talking about travel. Uh, where was the first country that you traveled to? The first country I traveled to was actually Italy. My mom is Italian, and she grew up in Rome. Actually, all of her family is there. Of course, she wanted to go back and visit her family, so every few years we would go there. And in between those years, her family would come to us. I have a lot of fond memories there with my cousins and my aunts and my uncles. 
we didn't just stay in Rome. Besides, you know, sightseeing around Rome, our family loved the beach. So we would mm. go to these small towns like outside of Rome. So I've been to a lot of very small off the beaten track places that not many people are aware of. I love that. Do you remember what age it was that you first went to Italy? I think my first trip, I was only four. I don't remember that trip, but my mom, she told me. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So you've been traveling your whole life pretty much. (laughs) Yes, almost. (laughs) And I love that your family is so like international. And even as you've started creating your own family, it's so international as well. So it's so cool to see how everything kind of interconnects with your story and who you are. So thank you for sharing that. Okay, so next question I would love to know. If there was a moment when you fell in love with travel, if there was like a maybe a special trip that you took or just like an instance where you were like, I really love this thing called travel. It's my father who instilled in me this love for travel since I was a young child. It was very important for him for us to take a trip every summer to somewhere. So, for example, to Italy, like I said before, uh, we've been to Bermuda, we've been to Canada, to Niagara Falls. We did a trip, of course, the American road trip from New York to Florida by car, and we stopped in many towns along the way uh, as we did that. And not only the summer, I mean, every weekend, it was important for him to take us, uh, we would call them me and my sister and brother, joyride (laughs) Um, to some part of Long Island. He loved to, again, find these smaller towns that uh, just to go and see the beach. Uh, One of his favorite places was uh, Bayville, which is a really beautiful community on Long Island. Oh, wonderful. I love that. I love that it was like kind of off the beaten places that not a lot of people go um, yes, that's that's how I like to travel too. kind of visit those places that are not in the guidebooks or that are like some local told you about that you should go check out. So yeah. it sounds like um, some amazing memories were created with uh, with your family and your dad. Yeah. As I was thinking about what I was going to say to you, I, I realized that it was him who because I, I love to travel to places that are, you know, not where everyone else is. And it was my father who really put that in my mind. And I just didn't realize that till I was thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that he instilled that within you from a very young age. That's pretty amazing. He was also very open himself to traveling to different places. So he's, you know, we would meet up in uh, Morocco every summer, him mm. and, and uh, my mom and our, our, my family. And he actually even came over to Saudi Arabia. And uh, as he was leaving, he said he had a tear in his eye and he said to me, "Uh, Debbie, uh, thank you for taking me to a country I never would have thought I would have been to uh, travel to. I love that. That gave me goosebumps. (laughs) That's beautiful. Those are that's like what I feel is so amazing about travel because it creates those experiences that are just one of a kind and you can't repeat them. You can't just recreate them always. It's like being in those moments and just really relishing the fact that he had that 
experience with you and that memory you can take with you for the rest of your life. And it can be something that is very special between you and him. I love that. So next question I have for you. So is there something like a memorable travel story where something maybe amazing happened or you met someone who made you look at life a different, like different way, or maybe even something not so great happened and (laughs) it made you, it was like a big learning experience. Yeah. So I think the story I'd like to share with you was when we traveled to Agadir in Morocco in 2019. Mm -hmm. So when my parents would come to visit us, uh, so every summer we would, uh, since I'm living in Saudi, every summer we would meet up in uh, Morocco. And each year we would travel somewhere besides, uh, my husband is from Casablanca, to another, we would travel to another city. So this year we decided on Agadir. We rented out a villa from Airbnb and it was beautiful, but we didn't really know anything much about Agadir. So the person who had given us the house, we had asked him, you know, where can we go to eat? We had wanted to eat fish. So he told us to go down by the pier and you'd find lots of fish restaurants there to choose from. So that's what we did. We took his advice. And when we got there, there were so many different restaurants. We didn't know what to choose. And they're actually these guys, there's hanging out on the street in front of their restaurants and they have menus and they're trying to get you to come to their restaurant and, you know, (laughs) dice you with some prices or good fish or whatever. So since my parents were with us, we decided to choose one that looked a little bit more fancier. We always eat fish in Morocco and my husband's custom is to, they have the fish, the fresh fish on the ice. And you go down uh, to the to where that is, mm-hmm. and you choose what fish you want, and you would get a mixed seafood platter of different things. As my husband's custom is, he he did the same thing as usual, and so then we ate the meal, and it was really delicious and uh, amazing. Uh, and then we got the bill. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and the, the bill was for four hundred dollars, and we were shocked. <laughs> um, that's, that's US a lot of dollars, money, correct? Yes, U.S. dollars. That's oh a lot of money gosh. in Morocco. Yeah. <laughs> so this time we were only 10 people, but usually we have about 20 people with us in the restaurant uh, when we go in the north. Okay. And we only spend like $120. Right. So can you imagine? This was $400. So my husband was uh, saying, well, what happened here <laughs> to the manager? <laughs> and he's like, oh, but you chose this fish and this one cost this much per kilo and this one cost it. Oh. So (laughs) the lesson is (laughs) don't assume (laughs) because it's been like that in other places that it will always be the same. Right. So it was an experience. (laughs) Yes, of course. And so he will never do that again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Lesson learned, right? Make sure you know what you're getting yourself into (laughs) before you order. Oh, man. It's nice to know that even like a Moroccan can have that issue, even in his like own country, his own place, because I have made so many mistakes like that, where I'm like, what did I order? (laughs) It's like (laughs) a hundred or a couple hundred dollars later. It's like, I didn't, man, I didn't translate that in my money (laughs) correctly. (laughs) So when you go out with family, is it usually, like you said, that like a lot of people will come along with you to kind of have that celebration and those dinners out? It depends. So usually I'm in the north of Morocco uh, in Tetuan, which is like an hour from Tangier. 
Okay. Maybe you've heard of Shifshawin. It's not too far from there either. Yeah. Um, so it's a nice uh, starting point for the North Coast. That, you know, there's a lot of trips you can take from, from that part. Once a year, we go there and we go to this specific fish restaurant that we love. And we bring the whole family. Okay. So uh, his sister and his aunt, his mom and his dad, and uh, my parents. So it's just like something that we do every year. It's like a little of the family traditions that you have when you travel yes. back home, yeah. essentially. Because it, yes. I feel like the way you speak of Morocco is kind of like your your home, right? It's become something that is connected to who you are. Yes, definitely. Because it's been a long time now. Um, so I feel very attached to it. Yeah. It's a beautiful country. I've, uh, I've gone twice so far, and every time I'm amazed just at the the welcoming of people into their home. Like you just feel like you're part of the family right off. There's like no questions asked. The culture is just very welcoming and warm. Just a beautiful experience. And I um, absolutely encourage everyone <laughs> to go to Morocco and just wherever it is that you may find that you land, whether it be in the north. I've been to Marrakesh, I've been to Casablanca, and have been through Tangier. <laughs> I took a night train from Tangier to, or from uh, Marrakesh to Tangier. That was an interesting <laughs> experience. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I love the, the culture, the people, the food. It's just a beautiful place to visit and, and to know. Okay. So since this is a podcast about anxiousness and, and traveling <laughs> while you're anxious, I know you had mentioned when, um, at one point in our conversations about how you used to be an anxious adventurer or traveler. But now that you have family, you kind of are more just focused on making sure that you are packing and you get everything packed and catching the plane on time. So I wanted to see how kind of, I'm sure, well, you've had many travels without family and now you've, it sounds like you've had many with family and your children. So I wanted to see if there's any tips or anything that you kind of or like this works really well to travel with family and kind of ease that anxiousness of getting to the flight on time and packing or anything like that. Is there anything that comes to mind? In general, the most important thing is to not be afraid. It's really an amazing experience to travel. You learn so much. You see so many different things. Take that fear away and just go and, you know, go with an open mind and be flexible, be willing to try new things and experience this uh, other country and this other culture. In terms of children, I think it's really great to have children travel with you because it's good for them to learn, especially at a young age, how to do these things. So my, my kids have been traveling too for, wow, even younger than me, mm -hmm. uh, since, uh, since they were babies, like one okay. year old. Now they're very confident uh, when they're traveling. And actually my 17-year-old, she took her first trip alone wow. this year. And she, we weren't nervous about her. We were confident that she was able to make uh, the trip by herself. So it's, it's a very good thing to know uh, to be able to do that 
you know, because you have to go to pick up your bags and you have to know the direction. You have to be right. willing to ask things. So it's a really good thing to teach children. I love that. Yes, absolutely. I feel like lots of times parents will just kind of wait until they're, they feel comfortable <laughs> traveling with their children. But if you just start, like you said, if they, if you just start young, then it kind of becomes like a second nature for them to just yes. understand the world of traveling and all the things that it, it has, like whether things go wrong and how to handle it. It just has so many life lessons that can be intertwined as they are growing up and getting to become their own solo travelers. So at 17, that's amazing that your your daughter, you said, right? Yes. That she got to go on her first, where was her first trip then? To Morocco. To Morocco. Yeah. (laughs) That's beautiful. Yeah. It's just, I love that, um, that tip because lots of times, like, like I said, mentioned before, just parents get a little anxious, probably traveling with, with children. And, um, but it's so life affirming when they can do this stuff on their own and then they won't be anxious adventurers and travelers as they get older because they'll be so in tune with already traveling. So great. So even like um, packing, I mean, they pack their own luggages now. I'm more nervous than they are um, with the packing because we are not light travelers, unfortunately, every single one of us. Um, and that's another tip. Do, don't uh, do pack light. It's much easier to get right. around. Um, but we feel like we need to bring everything with us and bring yes. everything back. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you on that. I, I try to pack as light as I can. Sometimes I I do try to do a carry-on only. That doesn't always happen though, mostly because like my product, my hair product or my my face cream or whatever is like, I don't want to pack like a small thing. (laughs) I want to have the whole thing. So tell the listeners where they can find you. Sure. So my website is gurizana.com. And my Instagram is at Beautyzana Morocco. Facebook is Beautyzana. Okay. And I also have a Pinterest account, but not really doing much on it. It's also Beautyzana. Beautyzana. Okay, perfect. So we can find you um, at all the various places. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on, Deborah, and just chatting with me, telling your stories, talking about Beautyzana. Thank you, Katie. It was really great to be here. All right, that's it for today's Traveler Story Edition. I want to thank Deborah again for coming on the podcast and sharing her stories with us, as well as her tips on traveling. I hope you enjoyed it and were inspired to get out and create some travel experiences of your own. Before I close out this episode, there are a few things that I want to remind you of. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Skies. That's where I share all the photographs, videos, and visuals for each podcast, information about the artisans and their fashion, travel inspiration and tips, as well as cultural knowledge and insights. As I mentioned in the episode, also be sure to check out the show notes for all the links to follow Deborah at Beautyzana. And if you're looking for a new skincare routine or to add something new to the mix that will make your skin glow and is all natural, I really want to encourage you to check out Beauty Zana. 
Deborah's skincare line is amazing for even the super sensitive and acne prone skin. Trust me, I have both, so it was a godsend when I found her and her skincare line. If you're wondering what I use, my recommendation is to try the Moroccan Black Soap and Argon Oil, and don't forget to add one of her special exfoliation gloves. This combo is going to give you the softest skin you ever did feel. Link to her shop is in the show notes. Want to be a guest and tell me and the listeners about your travel adventures? Shoot me an email, anxiousadventuresclub at gmail.com. And let me know that you're interested. I'd love to have you join me here on the Anxious Adventurer podcast and hear all about your travel adventures. And one last thing. The only way to get this podcast out there is with your help. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please follow, subscribe, and hit those five stars if you like the podcast. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I'd love to hear your feedback. And if you leave a five-star review, I'll totally give you a shout out. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you learned something new and were encouraged to get out there and travel this great planet. It's completely worth it. Okay. Until next time, my dear anxious adventurers, ciao, besos. Mwah.